and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Can you hear that, Beck? Yep. (laughs) That only means one thing, doesn't it? Yes. You're getting excited. I'm getting really excited. I'm on my countdown to putting the Christmas tree up and I have been busting to this episode for about three months. We are talking (laughs) Christmas planning. Yay. Uh, The only thing that lights me up more than Christmas is planning for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But the rest of us are all going, oh, really, already? Oh, my God, Tara, what are you doing to us? (sighs) Christmas is the best, man. So I'm excited. I'm going to share with you some of my tips. And I'm sure you do with a lot of these too. You've probably just grown inwardly more about doing them than I do. Yeah, I do them with less, you know, I don't know what the word is. Joy. joy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's a fancy word, but joy is actually probably where I just do it with a little less joy than you do. And and at the moment, you know, I'm um, I'm in that period, like October for me is always so busy and it's like once I get into November then I'll start thinking about it because October is just the wrong time for me. So while you're doing all this I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I can get I can get on board. I can get on board with this in November, <laughs> mid-November when like my hectic stuff starts to slow down, even well, even though it doesn't. I actually well, need to make it slow down so I can. Well, this is the thing. I think um, by the time you are hearing this, it will be mid-November. So hopefully you are in the planning mode too. But currently it is mid-October, but I am already planning because you've been thinking about this since, yeah. Since, you know, January. (laughs) (laughs) Since I packed up my Christmas decoration. So. (laughs) Oh, on the 1st of January at like 6 a.m. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) If you want a fun drinking game. Listen to this episode with a bottle of, I don't know, Christmas pudding flavoured vodka or eggnog. And every time I say the word plan or planning, <laughs> have a have a sip. And that could be a really fun festive game. <laughs> Not that I endorse the overconsumption of alcohol, but I have a feeling I'm gonna say plan a lot. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so now I'm going to say it. Why? Why plan for Christmas, Tara? Why plan early? Why get as excited as you, as early as you do? Well, you don't have to get as excited as I do, but I do <laughs> like the idea that you plan early for Christmas and for a number of reasons. Firstly, when you plan, it is cheaper. Your Christmas is so much cheaper. You don't make all mm-hmm. those last-minute decisions where you are just throwing money at the problem. Um, because you've planned and you've had the time to do that. So definitely it's cheaper. It's also easier because you have this big um, time lapse between now and then. So you have you have an opportunity to consider things and to rework things that don't go as you planned. Um, so you just don't rush. Like, And I'm not a rusher. I'm definitely not a rusher. I, mm. I like to do things at a nice slow pace that works for me so planning this far out means there is no rush happening in my Christmas Um, one thing I'm really big on with the planning is that you're much less likely to impulse buy yeah a lot of people get towards that end you know the last week before Christmas and haven't bought gifts haven't bought food haven't you know and so you just do things 
that are as quick as possible, which means you buy stuff for people that they don't need, that you probably know that they don't need if you had the time to stop and think about it, but you just Mm. frantic. So you end up impulse buying and wasting time and wasting resources because you're giving things or acquiring things that you probably didn't need. Um, And then you overspend that same problem. You will, rather than looking around for a good option, you just throw money at the quickest, you know, option, the first one that you see. Yeah. Um, Or you have to spend extra money because the thing that you actually wanted isn't available. So you have to buy something different. Delivered express or you, you know, like all those kind of things. Yeah. So, and with the money thing as well, when you plan, you spread the costs from now till Christmas rather than every <laughs> everything going on your credit card or everything coming out of your savings account in the, you know, between the 14th and the 25th mm. of December, you, you can start. I will put my hand up and say my children and their presents and our family presents are all done. They're all done. They're all purchased. They're not Already? all at the house. They're all done. Yep. It's the 18th of October. Oh, uh-huh. my God, you're but, awesome. And and part of that is just because I like being organised and I plan. Mm. Um, but also then, you know, we as a family this year, our family gifts, so nothing that's coming from anyone in the big red suit, I, you know, we are all buying new bikes. So we've all gone out oh, shopping yeah. for new bikes and new helmets and all the accessories that go with it. Um, and so the kids know they're getting bikes from us and we know we're getting bikes from each other. But, mm. um, you know, we spent a significant amount of money on some good quality mountain bikes. I, I'm like, I don't really want that cost to come <laughs> on the 10th mm. of December when there's another, you know, there's a whole lot of other costs going on yeah. and, you know, holidays around the corner and that kind of stuff. So I'm like, I like the idea of planning early, spread the cost, the Bikes are not being delivered until the 20th of December. So it's not that they're in the shed already and it'll be in any climax. It's just that we paid for them early. Spreading costs really does help you avoid that hangover as well because if you spread the costs out, if you start thinking about things soon enough and you assign an appropriate budget, you you are much less likely to rely on credit for mm. things and then you're and if you don't rely on credit then you're much less likely to have that hangover in January so uh, spreading the costs out does reduce things uh, and it will reduce the cost overall because then you don't pay for interest and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, the other thing I really like about getting organized early for Christmas is having plenty of time to have the discussions with family and friends to avoid unwanted gifts or additional expenses. And I'll get a bit more into that when I talk about the types of things that you should start thinking about now. Um, But with time and a good lead in time, there's a lot of things that can be annoying or frustrating that you just avoid because you've got the time to sort Mm. them out in advance. Mm. Okay. So what are we planning? So the first place I always start planning is kids' gifts. If you don't have kids to buy for Woohoo! Lucky you, you can tick that off your list already. Um, so I think about my kids and then the other kids that I have to buy for. But with enough notice, you can ask your kids what you want, what they want. You've got time to think about what they might need or experiences that they would cherish or things they've been talking about. You know, like if mm. 
if you're not doing the last minute shop where you just race around the department store and slide your arm along the shelf and <laughs> put all of the kid things in the boys aisle and all of the things in the girls aisle straight into your trolley and take them home you know you kind of you get you prick your ears up when your kids start talking about oh have you seen da, 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 oh i'd really like that or i'd really like to go on that horse riding experience that my friend jesse was talking about you go oh okay note mm. to self you know you kind of just start taking note of those things um the other thing to plan around kids gifts is you know setting a budget so rather than and I have done this in the past so my hand is up there is no judgment here from me when I haven't planned and started early I just keep buying stuff for my kids (laughs) every time I see something that they'd like including like I'd see stuff and be like, oh, that'd be a good stocking filler. That'd be a good stocking filler. Oh, that's a good yeah. thing. Oh, they'd love that. They'd lo- and then it would get to, you know, the week before Christmas and I'd start wrapping and I'd be like, my child needs four stockings. I've got that many stocking fillers for my kids because I didn't budget. I didn't plan. I didn't work out what I was going to put in their stocking. I just kept picking stuff up. Yeah. And I'm thinking we've spent an extortionate amount on these kids and it's just because I failed to plan. Yeah. And that goes against your your the values that you have around the giving at Christmas as well. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's another thing to think about when you're planning the kids' gifts is what what are your family values around gift giving at Christmas time? You know, how what kinds of things do you do you want your children to receive and uh, how many and the quality and you know all that kind of stuff and if you don't plan that then you can accidentally buy things that you perhaps don't want to especially if you've been on a decluttering mission and this year you're thinking I don't want to undo all of the good work that I've done with all my decluttering by bringing a billion bits of plastic rubbish into the house Mm. Uh, and then when you don't plan you end up accidentally bringing a billion bits of plastic rubbish in the house and going against what you actually really wanted to do so the planning will help you keep an eye on your your values and your goals too Mm. and if you've got a theme I know lots of people work to a theme with kids gifts like there's the one um, buy them something they want something they need something to wear and something to read if you've got a theme like that um and you set it out in advance, write it down, you might already know of something that they need. You know, they might need a new pair of swimmers or something. So you can fill that out and you can, you know, provided they're not going to grow too much between now and then and you know roughly what size they are, you can acquire that early. You don't have to Mm -hmm. wait till Christmas. Some of those things, you know, you don't need to wait to the last minute to get. Um, The other thing I like to plan with kids' gifts is giving people that buy for your kids as well enough time or enough notice to and telling them what your child wants so if you leave it to the middle of December to tell the kids grandparents oh they really need some new beach towels this this Christmas oh bad luck probably by then grandma and grandpa have already you know bought kids gifts and they're getting a bundle Mm. of plastic so you know, if you plan in advance, you can say, right, the kids need new beach towels. Who's buying for them? Grandma, grandpa, you know, would you like to buy them beach towels? And aunt and uncle, um, they'd really love a pass to the zoo or whatever it is. You know, like you can give people ideas or a couple of ideas. Um, and if you give them enough notice, then they've got time to research it, locate it, purchase it, all that kind of thing. Um, and aren't going to feel put out that they've already bought something else. So that's why yeah. I like planning the whole kids gift thing saves a lot of angst yep 
good thinking. Mm. I'm already thinking. I'm already making my list in my head. <laughs> You've inspired me already. Um, one thing, and, and this kind of goes along the same line, is, you know, family gifts. And I'm not going to talk about gifts all episode, I promise. But um, the whole thing of the, the long lead-in time is that if you want to opt out of, you know, buying gifts for all and sundry of the family, if you have a long lead in time and make a bit of a plan, you have got time to discuss that with people and agree to it. So, you know, I think I said last year, we decided with family and friends that our gift to each other would be to spend time together and have a meal together. And we would all go out for lunch and spend the money on the lunch and each other's company rather than exchanging Mm -hmm. gifts. But you you can't do that two days before Christmas because if nothing has been discussed, people, chances are they've already bought you something and then you're going to look like uh, the disorganised one showing up at the last minute going, can we not do gifts? Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone's already got your gift. Too you late. Know, I have mm. to go out and <laughs> buy something for everyone. So, you know, start talking about that in November with the family that you're going to see and say, how about we opt out of gifts this year or how about let's all agree to do a Kris Kringle where we spend $10 each. You know, you've got to give people time and, and an opportunity to discuss that kind of stuff. So uh, the other thing that's good about planning for gifts is the chance to discuss joint gifts. So, you know, we might do this with our siblings if we're buying mm. for parents rather than getting, you know, a number of smaller items. We might say, how you know, let's organise it, let's go together and put all our money together and get them one bigger, more substantial thing or a big voucher to, you know, yeah. like if it was my dad, it would might be a voucher to a caravanning or a camping and fishing store or something like that. But rather than give him, you know, a voucher from me and then he gets something else from someone, you know, why don't we put it all together, together give him a big yeah. voucher and then he can buy something and you need time to organise that because, yeah. you know, there'll be the odd person who doesn't reply to the text and <laughs> he has to be reminded and, and someone's got to go and get it and you've got to discuss who it is that's going to go and get it. So all that takes time. Yeah, and December is inherently crazy for everyone. So to try yeah. and be organising and having those discussions mid-December, no one's going to no one's gonna have the mm. time or the headspace for that. It's easier for them to just do their own thing. So Get yep. sorted early and then, then you shouldn't have as many issues. Yep. Or, and also because the next thing on your list is other gifts. <laughs> so that's for like people like teachers and coaches and all that. So my solution to that is to actually not do it in the first place. But if you're not opting out, we also need to consider those as well, don't we? Yeah, and I was actually, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. So it's not just me thinking about planning for Christmas Mm -hmm. we're talking about um teacher gifts and I said I really love the idea of you know handmade things or things that have an element of input from the child and so you know I've talked with my kids this year about maybe we could buy a couple of like little um glazed pots and then do they can do a bunch of mosaics and do mosaics around you know kind of the lip of the pot and decorate the pot, pop a succulent in or something or other to give to the teacher. And then I'm like, then it's, you know, you're not making the pot. We're not, I'm not getting the pottery clay out. <laughs> We're not going that far. <laughs> but that they've had an element in, in doing something, putting some time and energy into something for their teacher. But again, 
like the last couple of weeks of school are usually crazy busy and there's Christmas parties, class parties, all concerts, all of that stuff going on. You can't figure out with a week to go that you want to do mosaic tiles on a terracotta pot for your teacher because you won't have the space. So that's the kind of thing that I'm talking to my kids about now and working out, is that something we want to do? If so, let's try and plan for that during November so it's all done and come December then all we've got to do is do the soil and the succulent and you can take it in so there's those kind of things if you want to put a personal touch on it or even if it's making cookies for the teacher then you block out time in your calendar on the last week of school that you've got time to set aside with your kids to make cookies to put in a jar to give to the teacher or whatever it is Um, but that stuff can't just it doesn't happen organically because there's usually not the time or then there'll be other yeah, there'll be other fires to put out at that time um, that will yeah. that will make it hard to squeeze in that that kind of work. So the last if couple of beforehand. things I want to say about gifts is planning if you're travelling. So if you're going away for Christmas, either in the car or on the plane or whatever, being organised allows you more time to think about what you're giving and what you're receiving that you have the space to carry. Like we have... I can say we have been there where we went, flew back to Adelaide one year for Christmas and, like, our kids got given these big toys and I'm like, that's great. They're going to have to stay here for six months till we drive over or someone's going to mm. have to post them because we just we don't, we don't have room in our luggage for this stuff. But I hadn't really thought about saying to people, okay, yeah. I'll bring one suitcase that's empty but everything that the kids get has got to be small so it all fits in this, you know whatever it is. And same with the car. You just got to you got to plan what you're buying and what other people are buying for you as well or at least give them a heads up that you're travelling and you can't take too much stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And the last thing I want to say about planning gifts is if you're doing photo gifts or, you know, those kind of personalised, you know, photo mugs or, you know, yeah. albums or whatever it is, those things all take time to put together if anyone's put, one of those photo albums together that takes way longer than you ever think (laughs) and there's the production time of them as well so you know usually there's a cutoff you know you have to have them in by mid-December or something or other for them to be ready for Christmas but you don't want to be sitting there pulling an all-nighter on the 14th of December (laughs) doing your photo book for grandma because you haven't thought about it um, yeah. Even if you do, and you don't it- want to be waiting on the twenty third as well, looking at your watch, thinking, "Where's this parcel coming? Like, yeah. why isn't it here yet?" It's only you know, um, because the mail does take longer um, in December. That's you know a fact, and uh, so yeah, you, it's it can be stressful. So if you can do it a month earlier, uh, you won't be stressed. Mm. So there you go. That's my planning for gifts all sorted. Hopefully, that's given you a few tips. Mm-hmm, for sure. I'm already, I'm already, I'm making notes. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I'm really big on, uh, like I said before, I don't like being busy or feeling rushed and December is inherently mad. Uh, And there's some things you honestly can't avoid. There's usually school concerts. We always have dance concerts. Mm. There's the end of year Christmas parties for work um, or social groups, that kind of thing then I don't know what it is. It's lovely and I completely adore it, but it always seems mad that 
all of a sudden all of your friends always need to catch up with you before Christmas, even if it's like I haven't seen you for two months, but now we have to see each other before Christmas, for Christmas, <laughs> before Christmas. drinks. <laughs> Christmas and so, is not going to happen unless I see you before it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so people kind of always want to schedule those things in. You know, you've got religious events that people go to, ca- Christmas carols or tree lighting events, and I, I love that stuff. I absolutely love that stuff. But when you put all of those things into a few weeks, plus mm. the obligatory, you know, shopping, prepping the house, whatever you, else you might be doing, planning to travel or whatever. Whilst um, still working and having kids <laughs> at school and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is It is mad. No wonder people get to Christmas and are completely frazzled. But if you don't plan your time, quite often I find um, it'll be things like the Christmas carols, which I love going to Christmas carols, but they're the things that if I don't kind of lock them in my schedule and protect them, they fall away because I just go, ah, oh, I'm exhausted yeah. or I double booked. Oh, well, the carols won't happen because it's a lovely thing to do, but it's not a necessity. Mm. And for me, Christmas is all about those things that you don't have to do, but that are just lovely because it's that time of the year. So I'm really big on protecting my calendar and also plotting downtime or chill time still going right let's plan for this Saturday there's nothing there's nothing if there's any invites come up we're all saying no because we just need a day to Mm. hang at the beach or we need a day to play some board games chill out and just catch up Um, Mm -hmm. and so that we don't all get to Christmas and feel exhausted (laughs) like we've barely made it yeah exactly and that you need a holiday to recover from the prep for lead up to Christmas (laughs) yeah so I would I would be big on get your get your permanent markers out and start planning your time for December and be really yep. be really protective of those those downtimes as well mm. for sure. What about food that that require you can do some food planning ahead of time too, can't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you're a baker, you probably you probably think about Christmas a bit early because um, yeah, puddings. your Christmas puddings and stuff like that. Christmas cakes usually need to be made in advance and hung or, you know, let to sit for a little while so that they're ready. Also, um, you can start thinking about, you know, now how many people you're having for Christmas or how, or, you know, where you're going and the food you might need and whether you can start ordering it. I mean, mm. you usually can't ever pick it up till the 23rd or 24th, which is perfectly mm. normal. But, but you rather can get your than, order in early. Yeah. yeah, and people, like there's a sign in um, a butcher down the road from me that is already taking Christmas orders for seafood oh, yeah. and turkeys and hams and stuff. So it's just that kind of thing. If you already know what you're doing, you can get that ticked off your list and it's just one yeah. less thing floating around in your head. Um, yeah, because it's quite stressful if you do leave it till the last minute. And in Australia we're big on seafood at on Christmas Mm-hmm. day I don't I don't think they do that in the northern hemisphere because it's a bit cold but we always a lot of Australians will incorporate a fair amount of seafood and that's something that you can't like a ham you can buy two weeks early and it's still mm. going to be fine um, but you you can't you have to get your seafood fresh and if you haven't got organized and you're running around looking for prawns on Christmas Eve it, you're going to be completely stressed out yeah Definitely. And that whole, that last minute panic shop, there's lots of stuff that you can buy early to avoid that. And again, you spread the costs out. So if you do, you know, like we always have those um, plates with random 
like nibbly bits that kind of just seem to pop out day after day with, you know, the chocolate-coated almonds and Mm. the, you know, peanuts covered in sugar and honey and all that good stuff. You know, like things, there's (laughs) like treat food. Mm. I don't know why just gravitating towards nuts with sweet (laughs) stuff on them, but that's kind of (laughs) what I recall. But all those kind of things, those things, you know, they last. You don't have to buy them in you know, the last couple of weeks of December. So why don't you, if you know that you always go through a few packets of um, chocolate-coated almonds, then buy them early and pop them at the back of your cupboard, that kind of thing. Spread the costs, spread the time, uh, write a list of some of the things you want and gradually tick them off and then just it's that peace of mind, I think, that you get from feeling organised and prepared. You can do, every time you do your shop, you can think what's one thing that I'll need at Christmas? Is it a packet of jubes, you know, those sugar, again, straight for the sugar, those sugar-coated jubes are always nice in a bowl on Christmas Day. And, um, you know, is it sugar-coated jubes? Is it, you know, do I, is is it other things like um, napkins and um, what are those things called? Crackers, Christmas crackers. Yeah. And those kinds of things. You can actually, as soon as they turn up in the stores, you can just start putting a little bit of things every week in your grocery shop and just stashing them somewhere in the house and eventually you know you won't you'll you'll have a whole lot of stuff that you you don't need to run out and get at the last minute and you don't need to do that big shop and the thing is the worst part the worst part for me about doing things at the last minute isn't me it's not like I'm quite okay working at the last minute I I do well under pressure but one thing I don't like is car parks the week before Christmas people get really mean and nasty and impatient and rude and trying to get in and out of a car park (laughs) in any of the suburban shopping centers or in the city it's just fraught with danger and so rather it's not really so much my time that I don't like it's like it's driving into the supermarket car park and trying to find a park without being yelled at or beeped or or just driving around for 20 minutes in circles um, trying to find one. So that's a big one for me is I do not want to be, I don't mind doing things at the last minute, but I don't want to be at the shops at the last minute. That's yeah. just yuck. And yeah, queues. I just, I don't do queues. I hate yeah. I hate queues. And I, ha- I hate standing there, uh, you know, and thinking of all things, the things you could be doing. <laughs> yeah, there's some things that you can't avoid. Absolutely, I get that. But when you go, oh, look, I've forgotten to buy the Christmas crackers and the napkins and now I have to stand behind four people with full trolleys for half an hour <laughs> to get through, you know, mm. whatever it is. It's like, oh, why didn't I think about this earlier? But the thing I would say about when you're buying that stuff early, that's great. Write your list first or write a list of the things that you think and then cross them off, maybe stick it on your fridge or somewhere that you see it so that when you go back towards Christmas, you don't rebuy any of that stuff. Yes. Yeah, make sure you go through your stash. Now with wrapping, I've put this on here because um, I brought something up in our Facebook community a couple of weeks ago just to plant the seed because mm, I was you scared, already. You scared, the, you scared the blazes out of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> she hates this idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I think a few her. people were shocked that I was talking about Christmas at the beginning of October and <laughs> I was I think I'm pretty sure I put in there I was like don't hate on me this is just the way I work <laughs> um but I so uh, this year I've decided that we're going to do a wrapping free Christmas mm, uh, I like this experiment yeah with the 
um, discussion we had last year and the amount of wastage there is of paper and ribbon and tape and all that kind of stuff which just gets ripped off. And don't get me wrong, a beautifully wrapped present is a lovely thing, but I want to try this year um, doing Christmas without wrapping. And so my kids have, you know, vowed that, you know, they're going to deco- like decorate some pine cones or put some, get some bits of greenery out of the garden and wrap a bit of string around them and tie them onto a present. I'm also going to try um, a few things. I've spoken to my sister-in-law that, my, you know, my nieces and nephews, I might buy them like a Santa sack type thing as part of their present because they don't own one. So this year ah, they'll get good the idea. Santa sack with you know, their present in inside. Mm. And then I said to her then each year, can you give me back their Santa sack and I'll re-give them their gift in that same thing every year. Great um, idea. So we're going to try that. But if you if you want to if you want to be a part of that, come to the community and find the thread because I'm going to, as we start getting to that point, I'll add some photos and some <laughs> probably some hurdles oh, that I hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but also if you want to try something like that or if you want to, you know, planning for it is key because, again, you can't get to the night before Christmas and say I'm doing a wrapping free mm. Christmas and then be like, oh, okay, I've oh. got nothing to decorate any of these presents. You know, things like I'm, I've bought um, my nana and my grandma, who I'm pretty safe to think they won't listen to this podcast before Christmas, I bought them a book <laughs> each and – um, I will look as they it gets close to the time for a nice Christmas tea towel each, and yeah, I will perfect. wrap their present in the tea, like wrap their book in the tea towel, and pop a mm. bit of string around the top. And that will be so. The, I'll try and incorporate part of the present as the wrapping kind of thing. Mm. Um, but you have you have to plan for that stuff because you, you can't just wait. For yeah, it to happen. if you want to do something a bit different, yeah, you have to plan for it. If you just if you if you're just going to you know, do your normal thing of wrapping at midnight <laughs> on the last day with piles <laughs> of paper and, you know, you can probably cope okay with that and doing it at the last minute. But mm. I had someone ask me recently, you know, how do you stop all of that last-minute packing? And one of my suggestions, even though I'm not as as early as Tara at doing this, but one of my suggestions was to actually wrap presents whenever you acquire them. So if you are, if you're not going to have a wrapping-free Christmas, so let's assume you're going to do the normal route, but when, when it comes home, wrap it immediately instead of stashing it somewhere and then pulling it all out and having to wrap it. You could actually wrap it immediately and then stash it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that can actually reduce the amount of uh, work that you have to do in that, in that last lead up to Christmas as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. And just consider popping a post-it note on there with what you bought as well because <laughs> when I've wrapped early, there's been a couple of times I've been like, okay, I'm going to give this gift to someone. I actually can't remember what it is. So I end up unwrapping a corner to peek in and go, oh, that's right. That's what I got. Uh, because I, will- I don't have enough people to buy for that that would happen to me. Mm. I would definitely remember. Mm. Um, that's one of the, <laughs> the pitfalls of buying so far in advance is that. Yeah, yeah, and like for things, sure. Um, my mum used to do that. Yeah. Like I've got, so I've got now a couple of my top tips for planning and mm. uh this is why one. <laughs> this is why that happens to me occasionally. One of them is to multi-buy where possible. So, like I said, I'm giving books to my grandma and my nana. I went online and bought. We we give quite a few gifts to people. Um, I think it was six or seven books for different people that we buy for. 
Um, but so I was like, okay, I haven't given books for a couple of years. So all of these people are getting books rather than me uh, going, right, what would they, yeah. you know, what could I, what, and buying this from this store and this from this store. I was like, I went online. I'm like, so probably my first tip should be write a list of your gift recipients who you yeah, are buying gifts for. that's one of the first things I do, yeah. It's my, and then, it's my first Christmas planning activity. Yeah, and then, you know, you can brainstorm some ideas or whatever, tick them off as you go once you've purchased something. But so I had written my list and was like, okay, this all this group of people, it was one person that I knew, I'd seen a book that I really wanted to give them. I thought while I'm there, all of these people I could buy books for too because they all love reading. I know the genres yeah. they like. Um, it's an easy gift to post because we don't live near much family. Um, it's not too, you know, it's usually pretty compact and whatever. So I went through and I'm like, yep, book for you, book for you, book for you. So I sat there. <laughs> so yesterday, actually, the delivery guy came here with this massive box. He's like, are you yeah. starting a new course? And, uh, <laughs> you know, thinking it's like full of text. I'm like, no, no, everyone in my family is getting books for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but so they've already, they've already arrived. But I love the idea of multi-buying, especially if they're not mm. people that necessarily are going to see each other. If you're buying bottles of wine for people, great, or um, yeah boxes of tea or whatever it might be, go, who else can I buy wine or tea the for? The same thing for, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, for sure. do that. It's just, still thoughtful. Yeah, it's still it's thinking about the people. mental yeah. stress. Um, the other thing, my last tip is if you've got vouchers, rewards points, those kind of things that you accumulate during the year, um, mm. consider using them up at Christmas, even if, if someone gave you a, gift card for your birthday and you spent half of it but you couldn't find anything to spend the other half on think about using those things up because usually at Christmas you end up getting more and that's where some of those things get lost rewards points that you accumulate all the time and you never think about cashing in like again you need the time to plan it because you have to Mm -hmm. see what you can get see what you can use your points for and then sometimes it might take a little while for those things to be delivered or whatever um but it's a good idea I mean even those um if people buy the entertainment books I know in there there's like discount vouchers for gift cards there's you know you can get 15% off if you're buying someone's like a magazine subscription for example so there's things like that that you buy during the year that probably don't come to mind when you're thinking of Christmas gifts but but have a think have a think if there's you know, points or vouchers that you've got lying around that you could finally use to spend on people. Good idea. All right. Well, that's probably enough to freak people out enough <laughs> about, about well, Christmas think, coming. Um, no, actually, sorry. I, I, was, I was joking and I probably shouldn't have said that because it's actually the opposite of freaking people out. It's actually <laughs> to stop people from freaking out. So I was being a bit uh, mean there, but it's actually going to be useful to stop people freaking out. Yeah, and we are going to do right before Christmas this year, the week before Christmas, we are going to do another episode on kind of recapping the Christmas clear up. If you want more detailed Christmas discussion and thinking about gifts you can buy for people that don't cause clutter, we did some episodes on that last Christmas and you can definitely go back and Mm. have a re-listen and I will try and put a link to some of those episodes in our show notes. But um, also we will do a kind of Christmas clutter recap, just a short, sharp little keep you on point and keep you out of trouble right before Christmas. And then we yep. will be having a break on Christmas Day as well. So uh, 
you can all is Christmas a Day a Wednesday? Mm, it is. Ah, well, there you go. See, planning ahead, you already know that. <laughs> Does that right, mean that so New, yes. Year's, New Year's Day is a Wednesday as well? Oh, yes, I feel like I need to check my calendar now, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So, well, hopefully that's given you a few ideas. And you know what? I'm sure there are people out there even more organised and more excited about Christmas than me. So, really? Uh, come, yes, possibly. <laughs> My kind of people. Uh, come to the community and and tell us what what you do early. Um, our Facebook community. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, will be buzzing with Christmas wrapping discussion, and <laughs> um, you can tell us some of your tips and tricks to get organised for Christmas as well. Because we'd love to we'd love to hear them and then pass them on to other people. We sure would. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.